Welcome to Managed Carecast, a podcast from the American Journal of Managed Care. FDA Commissioner Scott Gottlieb resigns, Eli Lilly will offer a discount version of its insulin, and a second HIV patient is cured. Welcome to This Week in Managed Care, I'm Laura Jost. Dr. Scott Gottlieb, who joined the FDA as commissioner in May 2017, will leave his post in one month. After the Washington Post first reported his decision, Gottlieb shared the news with colleagues on his FDA Twitter account, posting, There's perhaps nothing that could pull me away from this role other than the challenge of being apart from my family for these past two years and missing my wife and three young children. I'll depart knowing that the FDA is strong, its people outstanding, and its mission well-recognized and deeply respected across the government, and indeed across the world. I consider myself truly fortunate to have had the chance to help lead this remarkable institution. In January, Gottlieb had dismissed rumors he was leaving FDA after commuting to Washington from his Connecticut home for nearly two years. He had overcome skepticism about his ties to the pharmaceutical industry and won praise for several initiatives, including fighting the opioid crisis, combating teen use of e-cigarettes, restructuring the drug approval process and promoting generics, and laying the groundwork for broader use of real-world evidence. HHS Secretary Alex Azar praised Gottlieb's work, saying, Scott's leadership inspired historic results from the FDA team, which delivered record approvals of both innovative treatments and affordable generic drugs while advancing important policies to confront opioid addiction, tobacco, and youth e-cigarette use, chronic disease, and more. The public health of our country is better off for the work Scott and the entire FDA team have done over the last two years. Eli Lilly, under fire from the Trump administration, Congress, and consumers for soaring insulin prices, announced this week it will introduce a half-price version of Humalog, its popular fast-acting insulin. The authorized generic will be the same product produced in the same plant, but sold under the molecular name Insulin Lispro. In a statement, the Indianapolis-based manufacturer noted, The price of the new generic will be $137.35 per vial, or 50% of the cost of the branded version. A five-pack of quick pens will be $265.20, and both will be produced through a Lilly subsidiary, M-Clone Systems, and Lilly will work across the supply chain to get the generic to consumers as quickly as possible. But Eli Lilly CEO David Ricks still pointed fingers at the rebate system in his statement, saying, We've engaged in discussions about the price of insulin with many different stakeholders in America's healthcare system, people living with diabetes, caregivers, advocacy groups, healthcare professionals, payers, wholesalers, lawmakers, and leading healthcare scholars. Solutions that lower the cost of insulin at the pharmacy have been introduced in recent months, but more people need help. Researchers in London say a second patient has been cured of infection with HIV more than 10 years after the first. The case, reported this week in the journal Nature, also involved the use of bone marrow transplant. Experts say while this is an important milestone in the fight against HIV, the difficulty and expense of this method makes it unlikely that it will be widely used. Many similar attempts have failed, but there are drugs available that can control the infection. With 206 cases of measles reported so far in 2019, a new study has found no connection between the measles, mumps, and rubella vaccine and autism. 
The study, reported in the Annals of Internal Medicine, featured an analysis of subgroups of children that opponents of vaccines claim might be more vulnerable to perceived effects of the MMR. Researchers drew from more than 650,000 cases from a health registry in Denmark where the vaccination program is free and voluntary. No increase in autism was found in the overall population or in the perceived at-risk subgroup. The World Health Organization recently called vaccine hesitancy one of the top 10 threats to global health in 2019. Finally, the current issue of the American Journal of Managed Care features guidelines to help physicians who want to use buprenorphine to treat opioid addiction. The guidelines, authored by researchers from Axial Healthcare, are based on a literature review from 2009 to 2018. The authors conclude, Linking pharmacy and medical billing claims data to evidence-supported best practices provides public and private payers the ability to track individual patients, facilitate high-quality care, and monitor outcomes. For all of us at the Managed Markets News Network, I'm Laura Jost. Thanks for joining us. To learn more about any of the stories in this podcast, visit AJMC.com or see the show notes. To get in touch with us, email info at AJMC.com or follow us on Twitter at AJMC underscore journal. And if you like the podcast, don't forget to subscribe and rate us.